0: All right, Michael. Let's let's talk greener pastures too. We've just released this paper as a follow up to our two thousand and twelve greener pastures edition that we completed in conjunction with Port Jackson Partners. Um, a lot's happened, of course, in that time, and uh, we we always talk about the the growth. Um, we always talk about the challenges, but a lot of the challenges that were well-articulated in greener pastures, the original, um, remained. But uh, but I think in general, the industry's responded incredibly well to those challenges. And um, I'll hand over to you to to talk about some of those themes. But uh, for this audience, um, we really look forward to 2023, where we'll be breaking down um, some key elements and and phases that we've seen uh, as change within our industry. and. And some ideas around where focus can and should be, as best possible, to make the most of the continuing opportunity. So, uh, look out for the look out for the the media, the roadshows, the the events that we plan to uh, bring these items to life with industry. So, Michael, just what are the the key takeaways of of greener pastures, too? Perhaps as a teaser for what's coming.
1: Absolutely, thanks, Mark, uh, for. Those who don't remember, and and some of us who've been around agriculture for decades uh, remember it well, Uh, we at ANZ wrote the greener Pastures one report, as you say, around a decade ago. And we looked at where agriculture in Australia was right at that point. What were the things that we were all looking ahead to and some of the challenges? And and to to absolutely break it down, if you go back a, a decade or so ago, we were wondering about whether we could raise enough money in agriculture to improve all the production that we needed to do, uh, improve all the farms. We were looking at a uh, succession change, a generational change, and who was going to buy these farms. We were wondering what the export markets would be like, uh, how Australian agriculture could compete on a global basis. Uh, And and the first report did some modeling there to say that things were likely to look very good But we needed to raise a reasonable amount of investment uh, to to fund Australia to be able to achieve that potential. That's where it looked back on. And that's an important part of of the report we've just released. Because what happened outshone uh, all of our forecasts and expectations. Over the last 10 years, investment capital poured into agriculture Uh, within Australia, foreign investment as well. But importantly, and the biggest one from Australian farmers, Um, from Australian farmers who built up their operations. We saw family farms grow, uh, perhaps against expectations. We saw generations come back and multi-generations grow on farms as well. And we've absolutely seen the the industry continue to outshine. Uh, That really has been one of the lessons What does the greener pastures Two, the current reports say going forward? uh, Well, it says we are in a terrific position globally for a number of reasons, partly the work of the, the sector, very much the work of the sector, but also because of a number of global factors. That huge demand and because of things like food uncertainty, geopolitical instability, where countries are desperate to buy quality food, from a low political risk country like Australia, which is what we are. So the report talks about things we need to make sure we do over the coming decade. We need to make sure that investment continues to come into agriculture. We need to look at our trading landscape globally and make sure we diversify, we keep good relationships, we make the products that our buyers want to buy and we're innovative there as well. That we work together, whether it's farmers and their industry groups, whether it's government, whether it's the whole supply chain and stakeholders, banks and others, how everybody works together as much as possible. There'll be disagreements to make things work, how the whole issue of sustainability is embraced and worked on as a positive, but also in a realistic way, and also as far as ag tech. Ag tech has gone from being one of those hypothetical things that that we talk about to something that so many farmers are using, even if some of them don't realise it, uh, and how to embrace that to bring efficiency and further gains. So great successes over the past decade, but a lot to be done in the decade ahead.
0: Thanks, Michael. It sounds fantastic. And um, I think that uh, as we often look to our industry as being, you know, very widely distributed, and incredibly fragmented, uh, multi-subsectoral views and, and needs of different geographies, um, but collectively this industry has performed incredibly well, uh, notwithstanding all of that. So um, there's perhaps some some lessons to reflect on there as to well, gee, um, how did that happen so well? What what are the, the the unseen positives, perhaps, of all of that that we can continue to leverage into the future? So. Um, I won't take any more from you for now. I, th- I hope everybody enjoys the read on this and a, and a re, um, you know, immersion in, in all of these topics um, because things like technology, things like sustainability, um, things like farm composition and, and, and ownership, they draw a really wide range of, of views and opinions. Uh, and we know that there is often not just one right way. Um, so we look forward to to hearing and and being involved in those discussions with everybody thanks michael